This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 421. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 421. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Here we are. Another Monday, another week. If your Monday is off to a ridiculous start, because you know, that's how Mondays can be, um, just know that you are not alone. And one of the most powerful things that you can do when things get off to a bumpy start, a rocky start, a frustrating, exhausting, overwhelming start is to ground yourself, to center yourself, to take a moment. So I hope that this episode can be that moment for you. I'm excited to talk about this today. This is a fun topic for me because it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I often talk to you all about things that are have been or sometimes currently are uncomfortable for me because we all get to learn together that way. And I find that I get most stuck when I hide things or I sit alone with things. And so just know that when I share hard things with you, it helps me feel less alone and more connected. And I hope that that inspires you to do the same, for you to get out of your own head, for you to pull yourself out of isolation. You know, women, we really tend to isolate ourselves and 
let ourselves get disconnected when we feel unsettled about things. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to feel alone. And so I want to talk today about when other people are mad at us, which for me is one of the most uncomfortable things in the world. I cannot handle it for my entire life. I've been this way. I cannot handle it when I think someone's mad at me. And I'm working on getting over that. <laughs> and so here's the thing. If you do something to make someone mad, offend someone, upset someone, and it was not intentional, of course, apologize. And also recognize that there are going to be times that you are doing your very best and you're still going to make people mad and you can't be responsible for that. So I'm not saying that you get to just like walk around being a jerk all day. Not at all. What I am saying is that you can also give yourself permission to let other people be mad at you and to not have to try to fix it. And that can be really, really freeing. I know that I have found a ton of freedom in that and around that in the last couple of years, especially. And it's taken me a really long time to get there. I'm definitely a people pleaser as much as I try to be in recovery from that. It's a struggle for me. I am a people pleaser. I don't like people being upset with me. I never want to feel like I let someone down or like I disappointed them. And also the burden of carrying other people's anger and other people's emotion when I can't do anything about it. It's not productive. It doesn't do anything for anyone. It doesn't help anyone. And in fact, it actually really compromises my quality of life and it infringes on my ability to have impact in other people's lives. And so I've had to get really good at just giving myself permission to let other people be mad and letting myself get over that and recognizing that I can't please all the people all the time. And when I let myself off the hook in that way, it allows me to show up better for the people who I need to show up for, for the people who matter the most to me. And so that would be my family, my partner, my son, my mom, my closest friends, my clients and members of this community. That's who I want to show up and serve, right? So if there's going to be someone who wants to come yell at me in my inbox or yell at me on a review and tell me that I'm awful, I can only hold so much space for that. I can't be responsible for someone else's opinion. If I have you know, someone on the outside who's gotten mad at me, this happened recently over the course of the past two years, a friend going through a really kind of nasty divorce and the husband is furious with me and, you know, me taking sides with his ex-wife. Like I can't be responsible for his anger and he can be mad at me. I mean, it might go for another 10 years. I don't know, but I can't own his anger. I can't change his anger. And also if I choose to engage and invest in that, it comes at a cost and it comes at a cost of energy that I could be using to serve other people, to serve myself, to create my own happiness, to have bigger impact in the world. So I've had to get so clear on this and it's been really, really freeing and I'm hoping that this will help you. So I wanna talk about a few different contexts here that I think might be really helpful for you if you have people in your life that maybe there's, you know, again, I wanna just, again, give the caveat that like if you've screwed up, own it, apologize for it, fix it. But in those situations where there's just nothing you can do, there's someone who is just, constantly frustrated, angry, disappointed in you, not approving of you or what you're doing, give yourself permission to let them be all fired up and to for you to just stay in integrity to who you are and to who you're here to serve and to how you want to show up in the world and not be distracted by someone else's emotions. So I started off this year reading this book, The Daily Stoic, and I'm reading a little bit of it. There's like every day there's an entry, so it's just a couple paragraphs a day, but it's literally like I feel like it has given me so much permission to really step back from 
situations and people that I can't control and acknowledge like, oh, wait, I can't control this. I can only control myself. And this has been a huge blessing for me this year. It's actually created so much peace in my life right at a time when I really needed it. Like I didn't even know that I needed this until I started reading this book. And I was like, oh my gosh, I so needed this permission. And so this has been really helpful for me as I've really worked to disengage from other people's emotions and other people's opinions of me. And as I've talked about before, like I can't take ownership for that. I can't be responsible for whatever the people think of me. And it's also none of my business what other people think of me. And it's none of my business if someone wants to be mad at me all day long. Again, as long as I haven't like intentionally done something to be damaging or hurtful. And so having this space around, I can only control myself. And that's really the only choice that I have is like, how am I going to show up? I can't control someone else and I can't make choices for someone else. And there's so much freedom in that. And that's been huge for me. And so I'll link to that book, The Daily Stoic in the show notes, because it might be really helpful for you as well. Just like as part of your morning routine, right? I know you all do your morning routine. I know you do. I'm saying this with a wink. (laughs) but You all do your morning routine, right? This is actually a really great read that can give you really good mental clarity around the things you want to create space for. And I've really, really been appreciating that for myself. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. In addition to creating that space and really letting go of that ownership of other people's emotions, other people's feelings toward me, one of the things I've really been working on is honoring my energy. So I kind of referenced this already in terms of recognizing like if I give energy to this thing, it's going to take energy from another area of my life and really owning how finite our energy is. And I think the reason this is so prevalent to me right now is Vinny has gotten to be an age and I would love to know if this resonates for any of you. So he's seven and he's at this age where he really notices if I'm distracted or if I'm like not really paying attention. So I feel like for the last few years, like, you know, I could fake it. I could like pretend to pay attention. I could pretend to be engaged. I could pretend that I was like listening with one ear, but he really knows now if I'm not paying attention. And what I found with this is that I have to be engaged. When I say I'm there with him, like I got to be really all in or he really notices. And I don't want him to think that I'm not paying attention. And I'll catch myself in conversation with him sometime, just totally like spacing out thinking about something else. Because let's be honest, he tells me the same thing a million times, or he goes on and on and on about things I don't know or care about, like Pokemon, Star Wars, Ninjago, Harry Potter, like he'll go on and on and on, which I know so many of you can relate to, right? So he'll go on and on about something and then he'll like ask me a question. I'll be like, oh shoot, I was totally not paying attention because I did not know there was going to be a quiz on this. And so I have to remind myself that so often what is happening is that I'm consumed by something that happened earlier in the day and I'm bringing that into my interaction with him and then I'm not fully present in that interaction. And so typically for me, when I do that, it's because I can't disconnect from something that happened. I can't disconnect from the way something made me feel. And I'm now recognizing very routinely the cost of that. So if I am feeling really consumed by someone else's anger or someone else's emotions or someone else's opinion of me, and then I can't focus on my child that evening, that's not okay. And so this is really what's brought this home for me and what's really made this a big deal to me, I think in the last few months especially, is that I have this really acute awareness around how finite my energy is and around how if I'm distracted by someone else's crap that I am not able to be fully present for my family. And that's not where I want to be. That's not who I want to be. 
And so I think this is something that's existed for a long time within me, but I haven't been faced with having to pay attention to it. I've been able to really hide that like I could, you know, play with my child and also be processing things in my head around other emotional circumstances. And I can't do that anymore. So those of you that have school age kids and older, you know that like if they're having a conversation with you, they actually expect you to be in the conversation and you want to be right. Like you don't want to be only half paying attention because you're thinking about something from the workday or some sort of family stressor or some, you know, an, a horrible conversation with an in-law or a friend or a coworker, or any of those things. So a big part of this for me is honoring my energy, honoring that I can't give my best to my family if I'm consumed by someone else's junk. So in those situations, I have to give myself permission to let other people be angry, to let other people be disappointed in me, to let other people have their opinions And I have to carry on with my day. And I have to recognize who do I want to be my best for today? It's for my kid. It's for my partner. It's for my community here. It can't be for one-off situations and people who I can't control and who I don't feel like are honoring my space and energy and time anyways. So that's been really important to me. And it's allowed me to step out of this martyr role, which I created for myself, which I think so many women do. We create these martyr roles around trying to fix everything, trying to make everything just great for everyone and everything just fine for everyone and making sure that everyone's happy. And the cost of that is on us. The cost of that martyrdom and that martyr syndrome and complex, that's on us. And what is the cost of you being a martyr? What is that cost? Because it's not for free. You don't get to be a martyr for free. It comes at a cost. And I want you to really get clear on what is the cost for you. So I started recognizing that this was coming at a cost of my time with my child. It's often come at the cost of my own sleep. Not a good thing, right? Like, is this really, if I'm not sleeping well, which for me, I know creates a ton of anxiety, then what's the cost for me? The cost is being exhausted, being way more anxious, and then not being able to be of service for the people who I really want to show up for. So looking at these costs around when you decide to be a martyr and you're trying to fix everything and you're trying to please everyone and you try to make everything okay all the time in all the relationships and all the circumstances, what is that cost? And then I want you to look at forgiveness. So this is the hard part for me, not going to lie, really looking at how can you forgive people who maybe haven't been so kind, who maybe have made been really offensive, who have handled things really poorly, made poor choices. How can you forgive them so that you can move on? And let's be clear, forgiveness can be selfish and that's okay. And so we often think that forgiveness is about letting someone off the hook. No, forgiveness is like giving yourself permission to move on. Like be selfish, forgive another person so that you can move the heck on with your day and with your life. It doesn't need to be about I'm letting the other person off the hook and deciding to ignore this thing. No, not at all. It can be about like, I'm going to let this go because it is too costly for me to continue to hang on to it. Let forgiveness be selfish because forgiveness is about you. It's not about the other person. So someone recently told me that they could never forgive me for something. They could never forgive me. They were so angry. And it was about something like I could not control it. There's nothing I could have done to make the situation better. This person was super angry with me. And I was like, that's fine. You don't have to forgive me. Like your inability to forgive me in this situation and to decide to harbor anger toward me, that's on you. That's going to cost you. That's not going to cost me. I can't do anything about it. And I'm going to forgive you for 
like trying to interfere in my life in different ways and make things really sticky and uncomfortable in a few different ways, I'm going to forgive you for that because I don't have the time, the space, the capacity, the energy, the love for you to invest in this. So I'm going to go ahead and forgive you, even though you say you can never forgive me, and that's completely fine. And I'm not just like saying this snidely. I'm saying this very literally, like I've completely forgiven you. I'm moving on. You cannot forgive me and you can be angry forever if you want, but that's only going to cost you. And that's your choice. I think that, you know, I mean, I didn't say any of this, but I was like in my mind and in talking with my husband about it, I was like, I think that's a poor choice. You know, this person's going to continue to be like consumed with anger and resentment toward me, but that's their choice. That's absolutely their choice. And I can't do anything about that. All I can do is say, like, I forgive you and I'm moving on because selfishly, that's what I need to do to live my life. And you can do what you need to do to your, live your life. And there are people who will be really invested in being angry forever. There are people who will be invested in being resentful. There are people who will be really invested in feeling wronged and wanting to be right and wanting to prove themselves and let them do that. And maybe someday they will come around and maybe they will continue to live in their narcissistic world and they'll never come around. But either way, you're not responsible for any of that. I know a few years ago, I was trying to figure out like all of the stickiness that I've had with my dad, trying to figure out how do I want to move forward? He's chosen to not have a relationship with me. I know that the story that he has around this is so different than the story that I have around it. So I'm pretty sure he thinks I've chosen to not have a relationship with him, even though I've for a long time been like, the door's wide open. But I've recently decided, you know, the door's actually not wide open. I've decided that that's actually not in my best interest. That's not the healthiest thing for me. I'm going to forgive him for a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, a lot of disappointment in my life, because selfishly, that's what I need to do to move on. I can't continue to think through and obsess about, well, what should I do? And what could I do different? And how can I make it better? Because that is such a waste of my energy. And it's not in my belief, I don't think it's going to result in anything actually changing or actually getting better. And so I'm going to forgive and acknowledge that I'm going to move forward. And he is not in a position to do the same. And that's fine. That's his choice. He's not in a position to take ownership. And again, that's fine. And that's his choice. And I'm forgiving out of my selfish need to move forward and serve the people who I want to invest in. And again, that's my family. That's my mom. That's my clients. That's my community here. So being really conscientious around that forgiveness and not like snide forgiveness, not martyrdom's forgiveness, but really honestly, like I forgive you and I'm moving on. And also there's a boundary. So like the door that I said was always open for a real long time. I've actually decided to close that door. So there's a boundary there, but I forgive you and I'm done. And bye. Like for me, forgiveness needs to be selfish for me to move on. And I think that's how it is for many people. And when I say selfish, I don't mean in a negative way. I mean like in a mean, by way of self-preservation. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is 
around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. And so who do you need to forgive? Where can you be a little more selfish around forgiveness to make it about you so that you can give yourself permission to move on? Give yourself permission to let someone else be mad at you, someone else be disappointed in you. I am sure that my dad is super disappointed in me. And that's fine. I can't control that. I've done my very best to show up in really high integrity in multiple circumstances and situations. And that's the best that I can do. And I'm not going to continue to put energy out there in that direction without getting any sort of reciprocation or without getting any sort of acknowledgement or without getting any sort of connection because that's just a waste of energy. It pulls me right back into a place of hurt and it pulls me right back into a place of being stuck in a cycle that I can't change. And so I'm going to let someone else be mad at me. I'm going to let my dad be mad, be disappointed, feel sad, feel resentful. That's totally his choice. My choice is to forgive so that I can move on. So think about, I know we all have family dynamics like this, whether it's with your own immediate family, whether it's within your in-laws, we all have these dynamics and situations and places where we feel this need to try to shift or grow or evolve a relationship. And we're constantly trying and trying and trying and it's not getting anywhere. And we're thinking of like all the ways that we can be the bigger person and the better person. And I'm not saying like, don't be the bigger person, but I'm also saying be really conscientious around the costs because that's going to be so important in the long run. Invest in the relationships that serve your mission, that serve your family. Invest there because your energy is finite, because your time is finite. 
So, so important. And then the last piece of this is take radical responsibility for not being responsible for other people's opinions and emotions. Take radical responsibility for that. So really hold yourself accountable. Make that a goal. I talk about this like literally every year for like the last three years I've talked about this year. I'm going <laughs> to quit caring so much about what other people think. It is a constant challenge for me. It's a constant place that I'm trying to grow into. And I get like a tiny bit better every year. But I've really pushed myself to take radical responsibility for not taking responsibility for other people's opinions and emotions. Because I know how consumed I can get. I know how distracted I can get. I know for me, like this is like a social media example. I know that if I post something heated on social media, on a post that someone else has put up, or I put my own heated post up, I know that that energy can consume me all day long and I will derail my entire day. I can easily lose eight hours of productivity during a work day because I decided to engage in a heated conversation where everyone's super mad, super high emotions, and there's nothing I can say. I mean, we all know like no wars are won on social media and there's literally like no winners on social media. And I know that I can be derailed by that. So I have to check myself constantly and be like, hold on. If you participate in this conversation or if you start this conversation, or if you, you know, insert yourself into this conversation, can you do this in a way where you can say your piece and walk away and not be consumed by what the next person's response is or by what someone else comments with or by what someone else has to say about your opinion? And if the answer is that I can't walk away and not be distracted or derailed for the day, then I don't comment. I don't post. I hold myself to this very high standard. To be honest, this is why at the time of this recording, I have not yet made a statement on the Super Bowl halftime show. So I'm recording this three days after the Super Bowl. And I know for what I have to get done this week and the people that I need to serve this week, that if I engage in that conversation, it will totally derail the keynote talk that I need to be preparing for on Thursday night of this week. It will totally derail the content that I'm planning to kick off a new month with my Momentum Mamas and my membership community. It will totally derail the next month of content that I'm planning that we're kicking off next week for my Tenacious Mamas Business and Leadership Mastermind. So I've had to make this conscientious choice that I am not going to engage there because if I start this conversation around my opinion around the Super Bowl, then I will, it will come at the cost of time and energy that I need to be putting into higher priority things right now and on this specific day, this specific week. So maybe by the time this episode goes live, I will have had a little more time and space for that conversation. But this is me taking radical responsibility and disengaging because I know that's so hard for me that I, in social media situations, can't always stay disconnected. I can't always disengage from other people's opinions or emotions. So I'm just not even going to go there. So to wrap this all up, I want you to be so aware of giving yourself permission to let other people be mad. I had a situation recently where someone was really mad, really reactive, disappointed, frustrated, rage texting, massive venting. And all I could do was repeatedly show up with my calmest, most high integrity voice. And as my calmest, most high integrity self to respond in a respectful and responsible way. And I just did that over and over and over. Was it hard? Yes. I was giving this person permission to be mad. You can go ahead and be mad. And I'm going to continue to show up really calm, really neutral, really even keeled. I'm going to continue to be responsible and considerate in this situation. I'm also not going to let you walk all over me. I'm going to give time between my response time, between your 
hyperreactive response and my response time. So time and space. I'm going to let you have your emotions, but I'm not going to engage at that level. I'm not going to engage with a hyperreactive response. I'm not going to jump to your level of emotion. I'm going to stay right here. High integrity, high responsibility, being considerate, owning what I need to own, fixing what I need to fix, and keeping a real clear boundary around the rest. When I did that repeatedly over time, eventually this person apologized. Eventually they came back and said, I know I haven't been my best self in this situation. That doesn't always happen, but sometimes it does. (laughs) And then, so I was so glad that I had done that. I was so glad that I just gave this person permission to be mad. I'm gonna stay over here. I'm gonna be myself. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna show up calm, cool, collected and high integrity while you are busy being mad. That's on you. All I can do is control my response. I'm not gonna be a martyr. I'm not gonna sacrifice myself right now for this situation. I'm going to preserve the energy that I need to share with other people in this world who are my highest priority people. And I'm going to take radical responsibility for not owning your reactivity right now and for not owning your anger and your frustration, because that's what's going to give me the most peace. And that's what's going to allow me to show up as my best self. And that's what it's going to allow me to continue to show up and serve as in the ways that feel good to me and that allow me to have the most impact and that allow me to do the things that I need to do on a daily basis. I can't be consumed by someone else's emotions because the costs are too high. So I want you to look at where are you getting consumed by other people's anger, by other people's disappointment, other people's resentment, other people's emotions, and what are the costs for you? And get really clear on that because the costs are probably greater than you've recognized. And I don't think that's what you want for yourself. I don't think that's what you want for your family. And I don't think that's what you want for your energy and your impact in the world. I think that you would like to create more space for time spent in spaces and places with people who you adore the most, who deserve the best parts of you. So don't let the people who can't honor you take your precious energy. I hope this has been impactful. I hope you've learned something. I hope you walked away with a big aha obviously keep this conversation going in our Facebook group over at shamelessmom.com slash Facebook. I want to know what you think. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.